When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Revolution will be podcasted. Thank you, Eli Braden, for that theme song that just it makes yeah. me wet. There's no I other mean, way. I get I mean, wet. That's the you took the words right out of my vagina. Thank oh you. man, again. Yeah, that's exactly know, right. By the way, that's my favorite exactly. part. Of the game. That is my favorite part. Of the game. <laughs> Taking the words, the words out, out of your vagina. vagina. <laughs> yeah, it's so. And then you have to guess the word. Um, Danny, I'm excited about our guest today. I am, there's, this one I'm really excited about. Um, like more one, than most, right? Like, I, to be honest with you, they've all been yawns. Uh, but <laughs> this, one, this one is a major, this is a good get. I have to thank you for this, Jenny. Yeah, you're welcome. This, uh, this gentleman, Yeah. you know him from your work, Danny. Yeah, yeah. I think most people know him, probably some on the street as Senior Kaplan. I think that's basically the way, I mean, I'm sure that's it. But in addition to that, Mad TV, and uh, by the way, we're not going to promote new stuff, but Mad TV, Best in Show, uh, um, Drop Dead Gorgeous, Drop one Dead of my Gorgeous. favorites, um, uh, a brilliant um, uh, um, uh, 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 internet present. Yes, that was really well done, ladies. Well done. <laughs> take it away, Jenny. You do it. This is why I okay. do the intros. This is why I do the intros, ladies. Will Sasso, everyone, give it up. Hello, there we go. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for being on. Cheers. Thanks for having me. It's just such a pleasure, man. Like you're like, um, uh, uh, we're going to, we're going to blow a ton of smoke over this next 45 minutes, but, uh, but (laughs) we could all use a ton of smoke right now. How's the strike treating you? I mean, whatever. It's like the pandemic, but you can go to the grocery store. Hey, come on, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Jumping out of the gate here, Danny and Jenny. Um, No, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I think my answer for everyone is, oh, I don't know. I have no prognostication. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. I'm bummed about it. I'm also happy about it because we'll come out the other end stronger. Rah, rah, rah. I don't know. How about that? I love that answer, by the way. That was my dad's answer to everything. He's like, if you don't want to talk about things, just say you don't know. Yeah, good. Yeah, you can't have an opinion. <laughs> just like, I don't know. What do you think about the Holocaust? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I, I actually find like the pandemic, maybe even more than the pandemic, I'm washing my hands more after those. those, those <laughs> I, I, I mean, I've never because... seen more sunburn riders in my life. You know? We don't belong outdoors. <laughs> I said I was saying this last week, but it was like because the actors have given it like a new boost, like right. having been on the lines for a while. But it was like I, my favorite was somebody had just tweeted. I think I said this last week, but they tweeted. A, um, I went from a picket line seven to a picket line four. <laughs> the actors going, yeah, 
Which That's was, awesome. Which I thought was like, it perfectly summed it up. So uh, That's great. And you guys are just generally, I mean, there are certain writers who are very ext- extroverted. I consider myself that, but the writers are, we're, we're yeah. You, but so with the actors, there's a lot more chanting and there's a lot more, it's enthusiastic. You guys, uh, you know, it, we needed yeah, there's that's, a, that's a nice, yeah, that's a nice way to put, we're performing out there, I guess. You are needy people. Yes, but we're us. extremely needy, and it's got to come out, yeah. and you're getting the live show, James Corden in the intersection style. Right. <laughs> it's like they just set up a podium and a microphone, and everyone's like, is it like karaoke? Do we sign yeah. up? Fucking, yeah. we all want to say our piece. And Yeah. yeah What's yeah. horrifying for it was always interesting to me from like the from the when it was just the writers, it was like the ease with which I picked out the comedy writers from yeah. the oh my gosh drama writers. It's right. like oh god, we just we're such a type. But um, uh, I just got the I've been dying. To, I I never I don't know if I ever got to tell you this when you're on Modern Family and you were brilliant on that show. By oh, the way. cheers! Thanks for having me. All I had to do was say your words. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, you were. It was, it was a gas. Yeah, you you were just there. Are certain people like that was a very specific cast and vibe and feeling and we there were those performers especially those actors we brought in who just felt like they'd been with the show from the beginning and you were like we commented on senior kaplan who's supposed to be a one-off when we first did it like we never knew that was coming back and 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 but we kept coming back to that character and um and uh and you were great but i have like we're all gonna blow smoke this is a long story i was in rehab in the 90s it was miserable we got you couldn't watch tv it was i was at the world's lowest point and hadn't laughed in a while Mm. and at the night like i got the the tv was on one one night at one like friday night i think it was and mad tv was on came on and again i'm at my absolute lowest and will you did this sketch called you are the love of my life right (laughs) which you sang which was this song that the only lyric was "You are the love of my life." Who did you, and and who did you sing it with? Uh, Alex Borstein. Alex Borstein. Alex Borstein. <laughs> and, yeah. she, you are, and they were married. And then it was just that over and over again. And when people ask me, like, "What's the greatest laugh you've ever had?" Oh no! I'm just saying this to you. I, it was <laughs> the power of something so silly and comedy. It made me feel. It, I laughed as hard as I've ever laughed at that. And it just hit at the right time. So thank you. Oh, cheers. That's so kind of you to say that was a, that was a lot of fun. One of those ideas that was like, Hey, this is, you know, you're coming up with it. This is funny. Oh, what if we just did this for eight and a half minutes? And then it's like, yeah, we're a sketch show in the nineties. Sketches can go as long as you like, the longer, the better. It felt almost like a room bit. Like how, how long had you been joking? Did you and she write it or did you write it with some, with uh, Gary Campbell, who was a oh. writer producer on the show, um, who you know was from Kids in the Hall and has done so many incredible things, and Alex and I would just grab a guitar and start like jamming out and thinking like, "What? We just want to do something musical." And then I don't know how it uh, devolved into what what it became, but yeah, it was like, "Oh, what if it's like a you know an award season super fucking hokey, you know these two? And then we dragged that concept out over and over and over this is this is the country i love yeah we did like a a a july the fourth thing this is the land that i love the land that i love uh you uh you are the the i don't know i actually don't know but there was like five of them it just 
it, the silliness of that. And also <laughs> my favorite kind of comedy sometimes is the comedy that is funny. It keeps going and it <laughs> stops being funny, but you stick with it and you wear somebody down and then it's once again, funnier than ever. And like, it's- <laughs> Oh, cheers. I'm with you. I love that style of comedy. Yeah. I think it comes from, I don't know, you guys tell me. For me, it was like, you know, when you're a kid and you're being the class clown or whatever, and you're like, yeah. I don't I don't know what the meter is. I'm just going to hammer you. I'm going to shit hammer you with a joke for four months. <laughs> and it's like, and then it stops being fun. And everyone's like, stop doing that. And then three months in, they start laughing, you know? Right. It is so up my, like, that is, like, I did the, used to do this thing with my middle sister, my sister, who I tortured and is, you know, I, I will forever be apologizing. So we take this long, I grew up in Jersey, we take this, like, four-hour ride to see the grandparents in Pennsylvania. And I, I sat there, and I flipped her, I, I basically sat there, and I gave her the finger for out, the, almost the entire car ride. And my parents, they, they'd say, stop it. And I go there. But I, I kept going until even she laughed because I couldn't believe I was holding it up. It was four hours of flipping her up. And it was just the, to me, that's what you are, the love of my life was. You committed to the bit. Four hours of flipping. Four hours of flipping up the audience. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I used to always take it as like when I was a kid, because my parents never courtesy laughed at me. Like if I said something funny, they would laugh. But I would just run it into the ground. I would leave the room and come back and say the same exact shit. Like, (laughs) I'm like, oh, they laughed. I bet they'll laugh again. Yeah. If I kept doing it long enough, they would come back around (laughs) and start laughing again. I get it. No, that's 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 (laughs) because I've worn it out so much. It's now ridiculous. Okay, now it works again, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. So, Will, like, we we always get a little version of this. So I first became aware of you at Mad TV, obviously. I think a lot of us did. Um, Where, uh, um, what's your origin story? Was that, like, the first, uh, obviously, it was probably a big break for you, right? Sure, yeah, of course. And what what came prior to that? And, like, did you always want to be in comedy? It sounds like you were a class clown. and and, and, Yeah, uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, pretty, you know, a a pretty predictable kind of, uh entree to it as far as being like a kind of a ham of a kid and where'd you grow and then, up uh, uh just outside of vancouver canada the wow. burbs and then uh i was fortunate enough to start working there um in my like teens i my I, you know i got an agent and stuff wow. <laughs> like, whatever i ran around and like crashed some auditions and this and that and then uh yeah i i there was stuff shooting in vancouver there was a there was american movies and canadian tv shows yeah. And uh so I I when I was 16 I ended up on this uh Canadian show for a couple episodes and then I did a I did a series for out there for like 5 years it was like a Canadian dramatic it's like a you know it was kind of like a Degrassi thing in in Vancouver on the west coast and uh-huh. you know it was yeah I mean it aired all over the country which still doesn't count because it's Canada but um, yeah, it counts it counts a little all right all right and then well, yeah and then I you know start you start auditioning you do some American movies down there and then you start trying again and finally get down there what's that when did you move down to L A ninety six oh wow yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, and and tell what was the process of getting on to mad and what year was that by the way was that were you uh, first season no uh 97 was my first year it was their third season uh-huh. and they had kind of like a few few of the cast members had left and they 
yeah, I came in and Borstein, came, Alex Borstein came in, Ari Spears, Pat Kilbane, we all came in that year. Wow. And then, yeah, um, yeah, that was the third season. And, and so, yeah, I was, I was just, you know, was, you know, fortunate enough to to build a, a resume as a younger fella in Canada um, to where, you know, I came, I came down to LA and before I had moved down, I ended up, you know, I met um, a, a studio executive with uh, uh, the old Columbia TriStar with, with yeah. whom I had done a pilot. Uh, for Fox in 96, he introduced me to my manager, who's still my manager now, wow. Danielle Dell. And I, you know, I'd be, I'd be well out of this business without her. And, and uh, from there, you know, I, w- I had a, you know, went into a pilot season and was like, uh, at the end of that, um, I just remember, you know, being very specific, but uh, Mad TV was recasting that summer. And, wow. and I had actually sent them a tape when the show started. Um and from, you know, from back home and, and, and then, you know, it was like, when I got there, I was like, gee, I wonder if this tape is still and like, we would have long taped over it with like a Doctor Who marathon or I don't know. I've talked to some people from Mad TV. Did you, did you ever, um, did you ever go for SNL? I know I, I talked to a lot of, I, tell yeah. me if you did, I want to, I'm fascinated with that process. Same. We, Kenny and I talk about it all the time. What's your, what's your SNL? No. I have no, I, never, no. never. I, and, and no, I ended up, you know, I mean, I auditioned for Man TV and that was that. And oh, then. So, that's amazing. So, so I you're never, like, I, I'm not trying to ruffle feathers and jump shit. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I love those stories too, by the way. They are yeah. insane. Yeah. And, and terrifying and then, a little bit. Years, <laughs> years after I left Man TV, we inquired, you know, cause uh-huh. I was like, I don't know. I like doing sketch. Maybe I should do some more sketch and stuff uh in the mid 2000s and they were like no thanks and then that was it oh i was yeah i was curious if you had tried even before mad tv or you know yeah. like that. so um, okay so on. growing up in outside of vancouver who were your influences like who were the people that you were like oh my god this is what i want to do who like kind of made it you a, it was a pretty uh like predictable list of the entire all the you know the the complete casts of SCTV, Saturday Night Live, Monty Python. It was that that kind of late seventies, early eighties, and then, yeah, same. but you know, I wasn't. <clears throat> Saturday Night Live started, you know, w- you know, before I was conscious of it or whatever the year I was born or whatever. And then, yeah. but then you're, you know, you're, you're watching it in reruns, you're seeing clips, and then you're watching it in the mid eighties, and that was just, you know, it was that it was coming to school on Monday after that, and then, yeah. I, and I have to say you know, a little bit later, like, um, where I'm from in Canada, it's like grades eight to 12, you go from eight to 12. And those years were the, were the five years that kids in the hall was on. Uh, and in Canada, it was on the CBC. So you want to talk about, you know, coming to school the next day. Yeah. It's still my favorite show. Oh, um, likewise. Yeah. I mean, that, when yeah. that, I, I was, I'm a little older than you, but I just, so I, I think I just gotten out of college because i think they went on like in the 80s i got i graduated 86 yeah yeah and i was just like yeah those guys are all my age and it was like it was like i the first time i'd seen like a cast that was exact you know these are my contemporaries yeah where i'm not like looking up because sctv was everything to me growing up i always felt like i was like it was my little secret like <laughs> i like saturday night live but sctv like because it wasn't before like it was like 
got on NBC. They would run it on, on affiliates down here. And mm-hmm. I was I was that kid. I was that snobby kid who like like bands before like they got popular. That's how I felt about <laughs> SCTV. And um and uh so I was like obsessed with Canadian um comedy as a result of that. I just thought it was like and then Kids in the Hall just cemented it for me. Got yeah. it. I, I don't think there's a I, I I don't think there's a more I mean to me it's the it's the most pure sketch show in their in their in their delivery and what they do as, as a cast, it's like, here's a group of guys that are firing on all cylinders and then they get a TV show. There's no growing pains. Yeah. And the, the, the comedy is like, I mean, I just think there's a, they just have such a high batting average because they know exactly what they are. And then it happens to just hit me right. It's, in the it's like the Beatles playing like all those shows in Germany. So yes. that like, had to break, like they'd right. already done like 24 hours of music like every day yeah and, yeah and, and yeah. I, so and, and, so, and lauren yeah. michaels wasn't there to you know ruin SCP. yeah that's right he wasn't he wasn't <laughs> there scared and went shitless the whole time yeah, yeah. Danny, I, I remember the, the talented no, one i was gonna like, no, say danny i remember you sending me that video that was your favorite of the christopher cross song the, oh i oh rick moran i'd like the win. <laughs> Uh, yeah, on the on the Gary, Gary Todd show. On the Jerry Todd show, it was Jerry Todd. Like, yeah, first of all, Jerry Todd was like that. He had that one. He did all those parts, but when he did "Turning Japanese," remember he would sing those songs like "Turning Japanese." Japanese. <laughs> but yeah, that when, when he's, it's Christopher Cross singing for the, our audience, it's Christopher Cross singing "Ride Like the Wind" and with it's just Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald, and he's Michael McDonald, but he's just getting ready for work and driving. <laughs> Gets in time just for Christopher Cross to say, and I got a long way to go. And he goes, such a long way to go. <laughs> so fucking funny. And then the, the chorus continues and he goes out and signs paperwork. <laughs> and then just and like then, run back into the studio. Such a long way to go. Filing his taxes and shit. Like yeah. <laughs> so another clip recently that I had totally forgotten where it was. It was uh, it was uh, Rick Moranis as Mel Torme, I think, singing <laughs> the national anthem as they signed off, and it was like, uh, I, I, we'll post it. I'll find it and we'll post it uh, with this episode. But it was called. It was basically, oh, oh, say, can you see? And he goes off on to all of it's just fantastic. So yeah. So well, what was your first like big movie? Because I'm thinking of. Drop Dead Gorgeous, maybe that was the was that the biggest like the, the I did a I had a small part in uh, in Happy Gilmore that that uh, yes uh, yeah that totally which sure. we shot that I guess I guess I came out in ninety six um uh yeah which was shot in Vancouver we shot it in ninety five and then yeah I just I was one of the, the, the I'm just moving Happy's grandmother stuff out of her house because <laughs> it's being you know it's it's uh it's the word I'm having a mind for. Um, but they're they're um, repossessing the house, and so, so there's just movers, and then and they're pl- we're playing golf on our lunch break out in the front yard, and Happy Gilmore comes out and whacks it, you know, yeah. 400 yards. Um, yeah, so there was that, and then actually the next year, the same director, I went down to L.A. and did um, uh, Beverly Hills Ninja, the Chris Farley oh, movie. I, I I actually met my, my, I, I briefly met. Um, and a friend of mine got very close with Chris Farley on like that script. And, you know, so we got to, Oh, to, wow. Yeah. I got to, but we, you know, I didn't get it and my friend didn't get it, but, um, uh, um, but Chris could not have been 
a lovelier guy. Did you oh know him gosh. at all? Did you know him? Just, just not, not coming up to it. No, I just, um, the Dennis Dugan directed Happy Gilmore and then was directing Beverly Hills Ninja the, the next year. And he goes, I think you could do this part. So I put myself on tape and then, and you know, and then at the end of that, I got it. And he, Chris Farley was the sweetest man that like yeah. always had the, the crew in stitches was an absolute sweetheart to everybody. And the story I always tell is we're sitting there one day and uh, just outside um, at this strip mall in LA uh, shooting the scene. And these, these dudes walk by these like kids and they're like behind this fence and their security and stuff. And they see Chris and they freak out and they run away and they come back later, like 15, 20 minutes later. And they had like dog eared, like Tommy boy poster that was oh, clearly wow. on their wall. These are probably, you know, comedy guys or something like, you know, they were just 20 years old yeah. um, out in LA. They had, you know, like the VHS tapes of black sheep and best of Chris Farley on SNL and all this stuff. And Chris is like, let him in, let him in, you know, and they come in. And he's signed, and I just remember him signing, like just writing the longest thing on their poster, uh, and the whole time, and they're, you know, they're 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 talking, and he's, you know, they're he's sharing little stories, and and I just remember him thanking them over and over again, like, oh, thanks, guys, thanks, like it was so sweet, and I don't know, like that that just was like, oh, this guy, and and Sandler too, the year before was like, I remember, we were, I mean, whatever, we were coming out one day, you know people loading into the van for lunch and there are these neighborhood kids on BMX bikes and there's all these cameras in the front yard and Santa goes into the van and he just, he shouts at them, don't steal anything. Right. <laughs> and they laugh. And then he comes back later after lunch and hung out with them for like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. We were ready to go inside. And it's like, you know, where's Adam? He's outside talking to those kids. People are like, all right. And just, that. yeah, it was just, it was just like, Oh, these are like, that's like that's real I, people. I know, and it's nice it's, it's, it's it's nice. And and by the way, everybody says that um, uh, about Sandler, yeah, yeah, and Farley, yeah, yeah. No, and they're they're great. And I mean, you know, and and they even though they're uh, you know they get that big, yeah. they still be down to earth. And you know, yeah. um, like when I told I, you I, that I, my my very first like I've I have a monthly show at the Hollywood Improv now that I started oh, in cool. September with a buddy of mine, and the very first show we did. Booker comes in and she goes, Hey, Adam Sandler's here. He wants to know if it'd be okay if he. Oh, wow. Did. I'm like, Yeah, I think yeah. it would be okay if fucking yeah. Adam Sandler shows up on my show, the very yeah. first one I'm putting on. And, but he came up to me. He was like, Are you sure it's okay? I didn't want to, you know, like, such a fucking nice guy. I'm like, Yeah, yeah I'll bump everyone on this lineup for you. <laughs> right. yeah, do, I, do you guys follow uh, on Instagram New York Nico? You know that one? No, but I New will. York New York Nico is just like this really cool weirdo who just, just, he's just walking around New York and everyone knows him. And he's just, he, it's like, it's like, uh, it's a little bit like, uh, how to, uh, oh. yeah. So it's just, it, you know, it's just him catching all these cool moments and, and he just rolls up on this park. This is quite recently, I don't know, a couple of days ago I saw, and it, there's Sandler playing pickup basketball. <laughs> If you've seen it, you know, it kind of got memed around on Instagram yeah. and, and you're just like, you know, he, I don't know, like, here's this guy, you know, he's Adam Sandler, he's huge and he's worth whatever. And, uh, but it's, it's like, you can't deny someone who's like, oh, I'm playing basketball with you guys. Right. Like, 
you know, there, there's nothing. I mean, it's breaking bread. Oh. You're just like you're on the court and you're playing basketball now. And that's what matters. And and everyone's just chilling. I mean, also, you know, they're in New York where, you know, people are just going to be like, yeah, whatever. Hey, no, how are it's you? Like, it's like it's yeah. it, 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 you know, it shouldn't be as special as it is. But I think we all know people who don't behave that way and and, right. and, and aren't and are, you know, imperious. And they, you know, they they, they let, you know, they, they just forget who they are, something that Jenny and I have never forgotten. Speaking, well, I want to get, speaking of social media, so a couple things about you that like my son, when he was, you know, much, he's now, uh, you know, 22, but but when he was uh, little and Vine was a thing, the oranges or the lemons, that that lemon bit you would do on Vine (laughs) was just it killed us every time. <laughs> it was so fucking stupid and weird and well cut. Do you remember that, Jenny? Uh, no, I never looked at Vine. I don't know. Well, that... It's on YouTube, a collection of Will Sasso lemons, where okay. it would be like something quick, what? And then like a lemon would pop out of his mouth, <laughs> followed by a ton of water. And right. it was, I, I, what was the inspiration? Was that something you didn't know? What was the inspiration for that? I was just, I don't know. I liked Vine. I was like, this is cool. A video, you know, video medium for an app. You know, it's like, it was just, you know, kind of, you know, this limited thing. Here's seven seconds. It was like Twitter back and, 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 you know, of course. And Jenny, yeah, yeah, right. You know, (laughs) I mean, it's just like, and I'm speaking to you, you know, where the comedy writers are going, here I am. Um, And, and, uh, and I kind of feel like, you know, Vine was was a neat thing just visually, and so uh, I was literally sitting around and going like, "Oh, what if something, what if something pops out of my fat head?" Because it's just like, what could be funny in two seconds? I don't know. And then I, I went know. to the fridge and was like, "Ah, here's an idea." And yeah, then, I uh, love that. Do too. do a dozen of those the way we would do the "You Are the Love of My Life" and Mad TV. Really grind it down. <laughs> yeah, no, they always. Yeah. They always work. And see, the one thing you do right now, which is, this is, I'm going to, I'm literally going to use your bit because it is so, so me, but you're, you're, you'll show like a video that is just completely, utterly random of something with the block letters, O-M-F-G, so me, it's so right. me, right? Like, right. It, it has nothing to do with I, that. It just, I, that fucking kills me, man. <laughs> I, I would look, it, you know, speaking of the strike, if I could, and I'm sure a lot of people feel this way, maybe you guys do too. If I could do nothing but like lay in my underwear and make memes for the rest of my life and get paid to do it, that would be cool. However, that's not how show business works. Yeah. So I really have to limit my time to about eight hours a day to just pick that <laughs> one video. They're like, this will make Danny laugh. Uh, you do i'm like tuned into your fucking radio station man it's like it's (laughs) it's it's like you are so fucking silly and (laughs) in the best way it just fucking kills me although you photoshopping yourself into every picture oh those yeah i I don't do those photoshops the the ones you're talking about just people send me those oh really i I thought you did (laughs) no i know how i would I would, I do, I like Photoshop. I do some Photoshop, but sure. those, in, I know what you're talking about. If I take a, if there's ever a close up of my head to make like a fat neck yeah. face or whatever, kids are like, yeah, let's put him here. He is, he's grimace now. And, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. And they just, 
I just, I love it. I, and then here's, this is funny. It's like, I'll, like, I remember I was on, I was shooting this movie uh, a couple years ago. And uh, don't worry, it already came out. I'm not yeah, 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 fucking yeah. with any sack. Yeah. But, uh, and I just remember we were, I was by this like seaplane, right? Like we're just shooting this scene and there's a seaplane and I'm on this dock. And, uh, you know, I had like this, you know, scarf and London fog jacket. Uh-huh. And I just took this picture where I'm like, dumb just whatever instagram you know you're bored you're sitting there in your chair yeah you know ignoring each other all the actors and and uh i just remember popping that off and then everyone just starts just just sending me these memes or these photoshops and i just remember going like i'm a bad actor look i'm i'm very diligent i want to know my lines i hit my marks i do you know i mean it's like i love what i do and i'm fortunate to do it and i and I and I'm sharing this with you partly out of embarrassment, but just sitting there, like organizing them into. Well, I got to put ten of these in a post, uh-huh. and then oh, this one's a little big, so I got to put the white on the top and the bottom. Okay, I got to throw that into that app. And pretty soon, you're spending like an hour and a half doing this, and you're like, "What scene's up next?" It's like the fucking the one where you die. What do you mean? And you're like, "Yeah, yeah," and you're photoshopping, you know. Yeah. Look at these. Hey, look at this. You show the director. Is that what you've been I, doing? Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> I completely relate. Like during the pandemic, I would make like little tiny videos. But I, I remember like I, I became aware of it more. I was using my son as a foil and a prop in it, like to help me with certain stuff. And it's like, sure. we're going to take it again. And I was watching him getting aggravated at his dad doing silly fucking shit. Now, you know, it, it, it was like, yeah, it takes forever. And I'm not good at that stuff. So. And so come, you're, you're, you're better at that. Do you, do you have kids? No, I don't. Oh yeah. Um, you'd be good with them though, because there's like, no, that sounds like a nightmare. Danny, stop making everyone have kids. No, I don't want everybody to have kids. I just like, I, <laughs> my son, my son was very excited. That I was going to talk to you because, uh, uh oh, oh, please say so, hi. So, uh, um, yeah. Okay. So I have to ask because two yeah. of my favorite movies of all time you are in, which is drop dead gorgeous and best in show. Oh, cheers. And I've only seen I, the second one. I'm telling you. Okay, first off, when when I first saw Drop Dead Gorgeous, I thought it was a Christopher Guest movie. Sure, yeah. Uh, did a lot of people think that? Uh, yeah, I think so, because of the sort of the, the documentary, documentary feel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, did, it did sort of feel that way. But yeah, it was, man, that thing was insane. Just Hanky, insane. when you played Hanky and Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> and then... I can't tell you how many times, like growing up in Texas, how many times this is from Best in Show that people would go like, "Hey, you get tired, pull over. You get hungry, <laughs> eat something." Right. I, I mean, I like that resonated with me so hard. <laughs> like yes. to this day, I will still say that shit. Like, my yeah. brother-in-law and I say it to each other all the time: "Where you get oh, tired, cool. pull over. You get hungry, eat something." That was one of the funniest things. So, was that all ad lib from that movie? That yeah, that was all. That was ad libbed. Where, you know, you get which is you get two or three takes, and it's like, I mean, he shoots Mr. Guest, as I like to call, <laughs> shoots, you know, I don't know, like sixty hours of of different shit, and has to whittle it down to, you know, I mean, you know, just like, and I mean, you know, it's like, I don't know, that was a that was a dream. I mean, I yeah. uh, Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap is one of my favorite movies. It's yeah. every one of everybody's favorite movies. Of course, and then. Uh, waiting for Guffman, I thought was like one of the most genius things to come along. It was so unique, and uh, so to to get a bit 
a bit in uh, in Best in Show. I was like, it's sort of the pinnacle for. I mean, I loved all of the movies you talked about. There's something about Best in Show, maybe partly because my dad used to show his our Great Dane, uh, and so I oh, used wow. to my, my first grade when I was like young. <laughs> Yeah, like this, like a, a, we had a champion, Great Dane. He would go there, and that's why I was around those some of those people, and it was just that world. But even apart from that, there, I was saying before you got on, I was talking about like the two people, like, and this is a great compliment. I wanted so much more of both you and Larry Miller. Like those are the two. The, like I could have, there were the, like the just sort of the incidental people, and um, and 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 also the um. Oh, what's his name? The Paul Bent, the, 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 um, the, the clerk at the, 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 the front desk guy at the hotel who, who, who's getting yelled at. Um, um, he just basically says, I'm just as God made me as the big glasses. He's, it's, this is Spinal Tap. Oh, that's, that's, that's in this is Spinal Tap. Yeah. yeah it's okay. like, listen, you twisted old prune. These men are tired. I'm just as God made me. I'm just as God made me. That's so. right. Oh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm conflating the two, the two hotel people. Yeah. I, you know, can I tell you something? We did, so I did, I did best in show and I was like, so, so out of, it's such an out of body experience. Yeah. And then I remember we were shooting a scene where we're, we're showing the other fellow who works in this bait and tackle shop. He's like showing us this map with like with different the, lures. The and lures and it's like, yeah, yeah. Over here, you could done it up. And then we're shooting this, he's shooting this overhead shot. Like, you know, just literally all the way, like down, like snooker on ESPN style. And then, yeah. and it's just, and I keep pushing my, put my hand in going, well, what, but if you did this and I'm touching and they don't want me to touch it. And Christopher Guest is like grabbing my hand and pulling it off and keeps doing that. And we're shooting this other angle of it. I, I, I just crack up. I just, <laughs> and then Christopher Guest goes, goes, uh, now. Will, I just want you to know something. And I, you don't know, nobody knows if he, he's so dry. So you don't know if he, and he goes, uh, I just want to let you know if you laugh, um, during the scene, then we can't use that. And I go, <laughs> and I laugh even louder. And then a couple years later, I, I, he had me come out and I did, um, a bit in A Mighty Wind, which Mighty Wind, didn't yeah. make it into the film. But it was a scene with Larry Miller, and oh, really? there's there's a press conference where and there's balloons, and it's just this subtle joke that the balloons are red, white, and black, and and so I'm the balloon delivery guy, and I come to the I bring the balloons to 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 Larry Miller, and I'm like, oh, here are the balloons, you sign here, and he's like, what 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 are these? These are red, white, and black. What? I'm sorry, what country is that? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know, Croatia. Sign here, you know. And then he's, so he's doing his thing and he just, he goes on this jag and he makes me laugh. And I, oh no. Right? And Christopher Guest, who at this point has this red bozo haircut for yes. the for the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's got his, you know, he's got his headphones on. He's sitting there watching the monitor and directing and it cut. And he, you know, he puts his headphones down around his neck and he walks over and just dry as hell goes, I don't know if you remember, but we had a conversation a couple of years no! ago. And I just, couldn't stop laughing like and to this day it's like i I, i've spoken to other people who've worked with them and and it's like how you know you're afraid to pitch things to him because out of and and contemporaries of his i've heard these stories from where they're like you know like going i don't i don't you know i pitch this thing 
whatever. I don't want to. No, I love it. But like, you know, I I was talking to Mr. Ed Bagley Jr. about it. He was going, he goes, uh, oh, yeah, I had this thing where I, I was this doctor and I would just, my, he goes, my doctor would have his glasses and he would, and if you're listening, here's what I'm, here's what he's doing. He's got his glasses and he leaves it on one ear and he, and then the rest of the glasses hung down across his face and they looked so stupid, but he said, my doctor would do this. So when he would talk to you and then he'd get to a serious part, you would take the glasses off and hang them off his face and, and they'd just be pulling his one ear down and then he'd start speaking, you know, seriously. And he goes, I pitched this. I made the mistake of, you know, saying, Chris, I think blah, 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 before we shot the scene. And he just looked at me with dead eyes and goes, what are you talking about? What are you even? No, I don't know. You know, okay. So then they shoot the scene and they get a take and he goes, and then he says that Christopher Guest goes, I thought, what about the glasses thing? Aren't you going to do that? So you never know. And it's like, (laughs) you know, look, he's, he's one of the funniest people, but also he's a, a master of that craft and you're walking yeah. into his world. It's like the most daunting thing and anything you can Here, I'll tell you, but like one time he, like he gave me this nice gift of a, of an ad lib. So stupid. He goes, he goes uh, in, in best in show. He goes, we're, we're about to shoot the scene. And he just hands me a cassette tape and he goes, here, do something with this. And I go, what do you mean? <laughs> and he's like, well, I don't know. Like, you know, you want you want me to listen to something on the road? It's on this. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he gives it to you, you know. And it's yeah. very playful. And then I remember I just said something like, I just went, hey man, hey, uh, I want to make sure I gave you this. This is that. Oh, who's this? Oh, it's that guy who does them funny songs. And he goes, all right. right. And he just totally downplays it and just he shoves it in Harlan. He just shoves it in his pocket yeah. and doesn't like the moment lasts lasts a second and a half and it's in the film and it's but just it's real. He's in the matrix. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's what would happen. You'd have this idiot going, if you get hungry, eat something. Hey, man, this guy does them funny songs, like Ray Stevens or something, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Guy was was actually saying, uh, Guy, before you came on, he was like, I love when he's like, who's going fishing? Who's going to catch a big fish? Who's going to, like, yeah. he's like, no, Dale, we're not going fishing. Yeah. We're going to a dog, you know, it's a dog show, you know. It's, yeah. it's like, here's that, like, everything that your character continues, like, just keeps, yeah. just like, doing a hole. You also see, them. like, all those characters are so, like, there's a good-natured quality about, like, all of them. And it's like, that comes through even, like, it's like, I don't know, it's just very open-hearted, that move. Like, there's, there's not, you're right, there's not a character in those Chris Guest movies who isn't a pleasant person who's yeah. uh driven to some sort of you know you know maniacal uh you know thing by the end to where and and nothing if not annoying and probably really hard to be around but all of them are like every single character almost is like a well-meaning person there's no villains in those movies yeah, yeah, the I mean, best parker, of posey, parker posey is pushing it a little bit but yeah. i mean that much no, but no i love what parker posey does in that movie i'm yeah. just saying she, she might be not somebody who felt yeah. this but you also feel how wound up she is with the braces and every, every yeah. aspect of that is just like yeah it's 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 so good and i'm I'm glad to hear you say that about Christopher Guest. I'm glad to hear Ed Bailey say it about him. Because, like, I've met him a couple times, and there's a few people that just, like, I felt really intimidated around him. And some, like, I've worked with Eugene a couple times, yeah. and it took a while to, I felt like with Eugene, I was like, 
because he meant the world to me. Like Bobby Bittman, all of that stuff it was yeah. everything to me. And so like when, you, when I was working with him, it was like, I'm just slowly breaking him down. I remember handing him a script and like afterwards and fixing a line. And he's like, okay, now that's good. And it was like, oh, yeah. better than any, any award you could get, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. No, I, 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 yeah, I feel the same way. It's, it's, you know, they say don't, you know, don't never meet your idols, rah, 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 which yeah. I completely agree. Not because when they're a prick, you're going to be like, oh, that sucked. But because I'll just crawl into myself, like replaying a moment that I had, like yeah. laughing in the middle of the thing going, I'm sure I was driving home that day, like just smashing my head on the steering wheel at every stoplight going, you fucking <laughs> idiot, you know, but it's just because of the, you know, the, the rep that they, they have and you get around some of those people. It's like, I don't even want to, I don't want to, I don't want to bother you. Please just go back to being yeah. Eugene Levy and all. Yeah, no, I wish I had never met Harvey Weinstein. I wish I could just have kept him on the pedestal. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, but also way. for you and Best in Show, like that had to have been also like you were in the scenes with Christopher Guest. It wasn't Crazy. like you were just in Best in Show. You, your scenes were all with. Absolutely. The fucking man. <laughs> like, and and the reason I'm, the reason I'm, I felt like I, I just, and I don't know, this is just something that, you know, this is just a weird little part of the story but i i always think about it it's not i don't know but i'll say here it's like the one of the reasons i was laughing so hard when he kept moving my hand was because i started thinking about the part in spinal tap when he's folding the bread and oh. and you know ian is the manager's just trying to tell well don't fold that part just keep that like that no but you keep folding and it's like oh he's such a moron and that shit will never not be funny to me ever well I'm and to to be like doing something silly and physical and look over and there's the actual Christopher guest for me, which is like, it's out of body, out of body. Out of body yeah. And I'm looking at him and then he's legitimately making me fucking laugh and forcibly like moving my hand and banging it down <laughs> next to the, And I'm just like, and his eyes are just like flinking, like completely dead. And he's doing the funniest shit in the world. And then I start thinking about, something that you know that of course molds your your sense of humor as a youngster i'm just like this is i gotta get out of here i can't what am i doing here get me out of here you know it's so, it's, it's, i meant to say like when you're telling me about that balloon bit where it's you got red white and black there's a version there's a little stonehenge in that there's sure bit, yeah like, yeah yeah it's, it's like there's a little there's bit of stonehenge. that like quality yeah. to that yeah, yeah. Where it's like, what do you mean? What do you mean that when when the actual piece? What what what? This is Stonehenge is this that high? That the the it's like twenty feet high. No, this is what you showed me. It says eighteen inches, and it's like it's like yeah. Larry Miller just like I could do that all day. Just watch Larry Miller get upset about what what country is that? Red, white, and black. There's no. I don't understand why you. This is you're a balloon shop. Why wouldn't? And I'm like. I also love, I mean, the the one I could do all day, it's like, can I let you know a little secret? They always jump. Like, like, they like, always, like, 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 the, the, the guys, uh, they always, they never, yeah. like, and, 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 and then when the kid, his kid goes up on the roof and he's like, I, let me handle this. I'm yeah. a hostage negotiator. Yeah. I will gouge your eye out. Eyes I out. shit you not, you little, <laughs> and, and, and the way he's coming on, so, the Catherine O'Hara is like as 
is the greatest in that movie. And the way she's coming on to her with, you know, and Eugene Levy just breaks and says to his wife, you have beautiful breasts. That scene is one of the great. And by the way, if you, I always notice that the, the actress that plays the wife, when when he says that, she goes, she goes, thank you. And mouth like, thank you. Like, like you don't hear it, but it's like, you watch her mouth. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you. Um, Well, Will, it has been like, you, it has been such a pleasure to have you on this show. Thank you for having me. What a guest. This is normally where we would talk about stuff that we've been watching and stuff, but I think we should probably, I, I don't think, I can't think of anything that I can talk about. Do you, Jenny? No, I don't think that we should. I don't think we should. We normally like spend the last minute like saying, hey, here's what I've been watching or doing or this. So, I, but I don't. Uh, um, I don't think that we're supposed to maybe. So the other night I was at the comedy store and, and I just off the top of my head, I was like, thank you all for being here and not being in Italy or the South of France, like everyone on Instagram. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no one looks at someone they know on a boat in the South yeah. of France and goes, you know what? Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm sure they're her. How the fun, hell is yeah. she even on this trip? Piece of oh, shit. You know what? They deserve it. I mean, yeah. your <laughs> grandfather worked hard for that money. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I hope they get a nice one. Well, they probably it looks like they're enjoying a nice Frito Misto and some rose. That's nice. That's good the for boat. them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hope that boat sinks like a fucking Titanic. You fucking <laughs> well, you know, it, it, absolute pleasure to have you on, Will. Thank you guys for having me. What a guest. I appreciate and, uh, thank, it. it thank fun. you for doing it, Nation. Stick around while we're going to take a quick picture. And uh, goodbye, doing it, Nation. Thank you, doing it, Nation. Thank you.